We're joined on the line now by Mohammed Nala, Head of Strategic Research at NetBank CIB. Good morning, Mohammed. Morning, Shakina. Morning to the listeners. Well, it's all about the banks today, Mohammed. Uh, the South African Reserve Bank keeping rates on hold as the growth outlook deteriorates significantly. Yeah, so a little bit of good and bad news, I guess. I mean, the, the good news, as expected, you know, the Saab keeping rates on hold, that leads repo, which is their, their kind of benchmark rate, at 7%. Uh, and, you know, like I said, this was largely expected by the market. It leaves the prime rate at 10.5% uh, in a unanimous decision amongst the MPC. Uh, that wasn't a surprise. Uh, what was a little bit of a surprise to me is the governor actually sounded a lot more dovish than I had expected. And the reason for this is that they've significantly marked down their growth outlook. Now, now we've spoken time and time again. Our growth outlook at Nedbank has been quite the bearish for, 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 for 2016. We've got it at minus 0.1. But the Reserve Bank revising this from a positive 0.6 to zero, absolutely zero for this year. So that's now more or less in line with where the market's expectations are. It's marginally below where the IMF is expecting growth at 0.1%. And in that kind of a con- context, the Saab coming out sounding a little bit dovish in some respects, but reiterating the fact that this does not mean we're going to be seeing interest rate cuts. Uh, what it does mean is that we're still pausing within what they're calling a hiking cycle. Uh, they're cognizant of the fact that, you know, the rand has strengthened a lot. We're sitting down at 1423, uh, which is a lot better than uh, pr- probably everyone in the market had expected uh, at the start of this year. And so in that kind of context, the Saab, I think, doing the right thing, holding back for now, saying, you know, let's assess the situation. Let's see what happens with global policy rates as well, because right now it's unclear whether the Fed will actually hike this year or if that hike is effectively pushed out into next year. And so they also stated that, yes, the Saab and the RAND effectively remains quite vulnerable to changes in U.S. policy rates as well. So keep an eye out on that. It makes this whole global backdrop a lot more important, uh, which is why we're saying it's definitely all about the central banks, certainly over the medium term. And then, of course, the European Central Bank holding back on stimulus there, Mohammed. Now, this was a, a little bit of a surprise, uh, and I'll tell you why. Is that our, our expectation was that uh, the ECB would come through, given the, the risks of a Brexit and the negative spillover effects to the Eurozone as a whole, that they would at least tinker with their, their quantitative easing or their stimulus program. And, and what I mean by that is that we had an expectation that they might just push the expiry date of the QE program from March 2017 out by another six months. Uh, effectively, they haven't done that. They haven't done anything. They haven't moved their policy rates. All they've done is they've reassured the market that they stand ready to act should, they be, should that be needed. And so effectively, you've seen very little movement come through in terms of the euro. It's still around that one, between 110 and 111 against the U.S. dollar. Uh, so, so that's the one dimension. But European markets, which had been expected a little bit of uh, a little bit more stimulus, or at least some uh, changes at the margins, those stocks traded off their daily highs uh, to effectively in flat and in some instances marginally negative. And then finally, the Bank of Japan, uh, they are saying that helicopter money is not an option. And Clive was explaining to us yesterday what helicopter money is. Yeah, and th- this debate is actually very important. It's one of the more important debates on the global backdrop, simply because, you know, the Japanese economy has been in a very difficult space. They're going to have to provide stimulus to the economy. Uh, I'm not going to go into the details. You mentioned slides indicated what helicopter money really is. But the fact of the matter is the market's not liking that commentary out of the BOJ in terms of the fact that 
helicopter money is not on the table. As a result, we've actually seen the yen, which needs to weaken quite a bit. We've actually seen it strengthen. It's back down to 105 from levels close on 108 against the U.S. dollar. Why is this even important to us in South Africa or to the listeners is that if the yen is weaker, it entrenches what is called the global carry trade where people borrow money in low-yielding uh, economies and invest that in countries like South Africa. So we actually want more stimulus from Japan. We want more stimulus from the ECB. And the reason we want it is that that implies you should see a lot more of an uptick in terms of capital flow into South Africa, kind of like what we've seen over the last month. And that should hopefully come through with a little bit of strength in the RAND. But for now, Japan on hold. Uh, let's see how this plays out. They do have a BOJ meeting uh, that is coming through next week sometime. Uh, and let's see what kind of stimulus they do put into the system. But for now, I must say, in the Asian session, the RAND is actually doing remarkably well, still around the 1423 mark, despite a little bit of a risk off that seems to be materializing in Asia, uh, certainly from a negative session in the U.S. last night. Well, thank you so much, Mohammed. Have a fantastic weekend. Uh, that was Mohammed Nala, Head of Strategic Research at NetBank CIB. AM Live on SAFM.